We got to win, Laker fans. We got to win. 93 to 89, Lakers over the Denver Nuggets, 37 and 28 on the season. Uh, the Nuggets, 43 and 22. Watch out, Lakers just climbed right back up to fifth place in the uh, Western Conference standings. I know every game is obviously so close, and um, here we are with the Lakers who have been losing against bad teams. I mean, I've sat here on the post-game show, lost to Sacramento, a team well below 500, lose against the Toronto Raptors last night, another team well below 500, and then here the Lakers, they come out against the Denver Nuggets, play fantastic basketball for 48 minutes. Was it perfect? No, it's not perfect, but it was good enough to win and it was good enough against a really good Denver Nuggets team that has won nine of the last ten games. Um, you know, I, I want to kind of just emphasize here, we're going to get into the players. We're going to, you know, get a chance to talk about um, specific uh, parts of the game. We'll, we'll spend some time talking about Marcus Gasol. But it's just nice to get a Lakers W. Uh, sometimes when you watch every game, you listen to the broadcast, and I know there's a lot of Laker fans out there that have been frustrated – by the way, not even frustrated, concerned about the predicament, the situation that the Lakers have been in, just getting a W. Imagine what that is for uh, those players and the coaching staff to just get one because that can roll into some momentum. Um, Michael and I talked about this in the pregame show, and I thought Michael had an excellent point yesterday talking about how he thought playing tougher competition might help the Lakers, might wake them up a little bit, might kind of get them going a little bit rather than just playing up, uh, playing down the teams that are really don't have anything to play for. Denver's fighting for something. I'll tell you what Denver's fighting for. They're trying to get in that three slot. They are exactly identical records with the Los Angeles Clippers. So this is a big game for the Denver Nuggets and for the Lakers to uh, come into this one and win the way they did. Um, I thought it was impressive. Now I'll go into some of the individual players. How about Marc Gasol tonight? Can we all just take a quick second and give some love to Marc Gasol tonight, who 10.7 rebounds in 17 minutes, plus 17 in the plus minus. The only question about Marc Gasol towards the end of the game is why isn't he on the floor? Um, Denver had gone on a 14-2 run, and I think I'm sure a lot of Lake fans were getting nervous there. I know I was getting nervous here in the studio, but ultimately... Uh, he came back into the game, and there's other players that I'll shout out, but Marcus Gasol, think of his predicament. Andre Drummond came to the Lakers, and uh, there's not obviously much uh, a talk anymore about Gasol. Now it's Gasol really being the third center and uh, finally getting an opportunity, obviously, to come in and, and delivers for the Lakers. So 877-710-ESPN, as we always do on the Pizza Lakers postgame show, we want to get your reaction. What do you think of the game? Uh, what do you think of Anthony Davis? Probably the closest he's looked to Anthony Davis since he's come back. Contributions from Marcus Gasol. Contributions from Wesley Matthews. THT with a big bucket towards the end. So uh, your phone calls eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Uh, quick shout out here. Thanks to Coors Seltzer, you can now stream this show on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook Live. We are streaming right now, so we appreciate everybody that's on the stream. Coors Seltzer, Rocky Mountain refreshment. Now in a hard seltzer, and check this out, every 12-pack purchased refreshes our rivers with 500 gallons of water. Now that's refreshing. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, brewed in Fort Worth, Texas. Details at CoorsSeltzer.com. So whether you're uh, in your car, listening on the app, or on the streaming, you can always call into the uh, postgame show, 877-710-ESPN. Um, okay, I, I want to hit on uh, Gasol for a quick second, and then I'll, I'll start taking some phone calls here. Happy for the guy. I'm happy for the guy because... Uh, and it was interesting because 
It was just yesterday that Kyle Kuzma was saying in the postgame show, maybe there's a way we can find Gasol to play a little bit more. And to be honest with you, the reason why Gasol got these minutes tonight was more to do with the fact that Andre Drummond was in foul trouble. Maybe also, too, the Jokic factor. Um, I could see Marc Gasol kind of having a a better understanding of how to guard a guy like Jokic. And don't get me wrong, Jokic went off, had a good night. I mean, even though he was inefficient, still ended up with 32 points. But Gasol got the call simply because Andre Drummond was in foul trouble. So here's a player that has been uh, downgraded to become the, not the backup center, but third on the bench or second on the bench, you could say. But in the rotation, this isn't the first person that Lakers are going to go towards. Uh, This isn't the first person that coach is going to depend on. And, you know, they say you got to be a professional. And they, I mean, think about how often we talk about this. uh, When your number's called, you got to be ready. You hear that. All the cliches that you could possibly think of. Tonight, it was Marc Gasol doing something um, that probably a lot of Laker players on this roster and team respected has kind of kept quiet for the most part. He did, you know, uh, certainly voice his opinion when Drummond came of, all right, I'm probably going to be, you know, uh, deep on the depth chart there. But when his number was called, he came through for the Lakers. And I think that's something that um, fans and teammates will respect him uh, coming through for the uh, for the Lake show. Okay, let's take, uh, let's take some calls here. Ryan in Malibu. Ryan, I appreciate you calling in. You're on the Pizza Lakers postgame show. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, Sliwa, uh, great win tonight. I'm very happy about it. Uh, coming out of the play-in, thank goodness. Uh, I just want to say, uh, I think we tonight we hung our hats on the defense, which is, you know, what what we are, what Vogel is all about, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I just want to ask uh, down the stretch with uh, LeBron, I don't know, do you, do you know anything about his health? Do you have an inside scoop? What do you think we need to need to do down the stretch with or without LeBron to to secure this playoff spot? Ryan, I appreciate you calling in. Okay, first of all, let's not take let's not get too excited about that playing tournament or staying out of it. Literally, um, we got to, next two games: it's Clippers and it's Portland. Uh, by the way, after that, it's the Phoenix Suns. Then it's the New York Knicks. So you still got four games left against playoff teams. So for one night, let's definitely enjoy the W. But the reality is, um, it could change. It could change in any one of these games. Obviously, the challenge is going to be there. Intel on LeBron James. The intel is uh, coach said that he's day-to-day, that there was no setback yesterday um, with LeBron James, that it was sore, and they decided let's be smart on a back-to-back. Um, so day-to-day is how they have him. But one of the things Ryan mentioned that I, I should have probably hit on even um, even earlier in the postgame show. Lakers have been playing a lot of these games, and I've done it. I've said on the postgame show that um, there's no defense. They're not getting any stops. They're not putting themselves in a position where you can feel proud about how the Lakers are playing. The defense is kind of the foundation of this Lakers team. I don't know about you guys. I know there's there's something about everybody wanting to see teams put up 125 points. There was a game today, Washington Wizards and the Indiana Pacers. I want to make sure I got the exact score, uh, but it was – 150-something to 130-something, something along those lines, 154 to 141, okay? Uh, and a lot of these games, you look at the scores around the NBA, a lot of 123s, 118s, I'm okay with a 93-89 game. I'm okay with an ugly game that's based on um, the Lakers winning by getting stops and playing defense. I'm okay with that. And I'm sure, actually, there's a lot of Laker fans 
that will appreciate that uh, type of style as well. Lakers can score. Scoring's not a problem. There's enough talent here on this team to put up a lot of points. Can you get stops? If you're going to win a championship, you got to get stops. Think about last playoff run, that Orlando bubble. When the Lakers needed to lock down on defense, they locked teams down, whether it was Damian Lillard or it was James Harden or it was Jimmy Butler. Go through some of the different stars that the Lakers had to play throughout the playoffs, all-stars they had to play. When they needed stops, they got them. So I'm with Ryan in Malibu who says um, he liked that this was more about the defense than it was about the offense. Yes, there was some good offensive plays, but ultimately to only give up 89 points to the Nuggets, and I don't even care that the Lakers scored 93 points. It's a W, and in my opinion, it's a, it's a good W. Okay, let's do this when we come back. I got a clip here from Marcus Gasol talking about um, how he was trying to contain Jokic. I'm going to take more of your phone calls, and if uh, you want to be a part of this uh, post-game show, 877-710-ESPN. I love it. You know, I'm looking over here, the, the phone line uh, completely lit up. That's how it should be. If you want to hit me on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa, um, and we'll uh, read some of your comments there. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Stay right here. Pizza Hut Lakers post-game show on 710-ESPN. Put the ball top of the key. Jokic throws it down low to Green. He got loose, and AD blocked it. Anthony Davis with a spectacular block. Kuzma on the other end. It gets knocked out of his hands. Timeout on the floor. It'll be Laker ball when we come back. But what a sequence as Anthony Davis had a great block on one end. Kuzma gets his shot stripped on the other. Lakers over the Denver Nuggets, 93-89. The final score, defensive play of the game, is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit SaveWithAdrianas.com today. Adriana's insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Uh, Lakers on the defensive end, by the way. Uh, first, let me say, how many blocks did uh, did AD end up with? So Anthony Davis, three blocks tonight. Um, obviously, defense, a big part of uh, yesterday. I'm doing the postgame show, and I'm playing defensive highlights. Lakers gave up 121 points. It, it, sound, it didn't sound uh, genuine. It didn't sound honest. Tonight, I could play some defensive uh, highlights and you know, obviously uh, see the Lakers shine on that front. So Lakers ended up uh, five steals, eight block shots tonight, still 20 turnovers. That's the one area... Um, Lakers do got to do a much better job on that front if they're going to continue to uh, beat teams that are in playoff contention like the next four games are going to be. So next four for the Lakers. You got the Clippers, Portland Trailblazers, both those games on the road, technically Clippers on the road, and then back here, Phoenix and New York. So that's the next four for the Lakers. T-Money on Twitter, that was a big-time win. Denver just took out a healthy Kawhi PG the other night and had won 9 of 10 Lakers on second night of back-to-back and shut down Denver. Um, also, uh, another comment here, never saw Gasol play D that urgent as a Lakers before. That's uh, Ego Potato on Twitter. Got to love these Twitter handles. All right, let's take, uh, let's take some phone calls here. Uh, let's go to Joe in downtown L.A. Joe, appreciate you calling in. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. What's going on, Joe? Hey, Sliwa, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, sir, man. Go ahead. All right. Thanks for having me. I uh, just want to talk about overall intensity and aggressiveness, both sides of the ball. Uh, we don't need 130 scoring. We just need uh, high intensity, fight for every possession, for every ball, uh, just like we did tonight and everything else will come. One more thing, uh, just uh, about Gasol staying ready. 
humble, um, not complaining throughout this process, and just keeping his head straight, uh, being ready when he, when his number is called. Uh, just what we need, and loved it. Joe, Great appreciate you calling. Uh, appreciate you calling. Thank you, man. You know, there's something about um, when I saw last couple of minutes, Denver went on a 14 to two run. And Drummond came back in the game, and um, when you see when you see coaches go back to okay, well, I got to go with this lineup because that's the lineup that started, or okay, I know this player isn't playing all that well, but uh, out of respect to that player, I'm going to let him finish the game. Um, I hope we go a little bit away from that because the Lakers are so freaking deep. They got so many different players that they can throw out there on any given night. Ben McLemore, KCP, Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris can have it going one night. Gasol, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder. Go down the list of all these different players that obviously can get it going on any given night with the Lakers. The last thing I want to see is you're putting somebody in that doesn't doesn't deserve to be in the game towards the end or that's not the hottest player or having the player having the best night. So there was a stretch there that I thought if the Lakers lost this game, I think some of it could have gone on coach that you could have said, um, well, why did you take out a guy like Gasol? So he put him in the last couple of minutes. Lakers obviously then hold off the Denver Nuggets. Denver made obviously a run. Uh, Michael Porter missed a three when they were down two. So it, 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 there was a chance that the game didn't didn't go this way, but man, I got to tell you, especially as we get uh, towards the playoffs, give the guys who earned that playing time the final minutes. The guys that got you to that position, they're the ones that should get those final minutes. Uh, Yusuf calling all the way out in New York. Yusuf, thank you for uh, thank you for calling in. What's going on, Yusuf? You there, Hello? buddy? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I just wanted to talk about the Lakers win tonight. Uh, I feel like Anthony Davis did an incredible job. He did. He paved the way for the Lakers tonight. You know, they did a really awesome job. And uh, you know, I love the way. I feel like AD needs to, uh, to keep this up. He seemed. LeBron, you, you said like he, he seemed. Not, he seemed more aggressive tonight, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, dude. AD. But mm-hmm. yo, I have a really big problem with Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul. Seriously, they they should have waived Marcus Saul instead of Quint Cook. Like Quinn Cook, Quinn Cook, I feel like, you know, those losses would have been a little down and the wins would have been a little up if Quinn Cook was on the team. But Michael Saul. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. I know where Yusuf's going on that one. Marcus Saul just had his uh, arguably his best game. I don't watch a game. Yusuf, you watch a game. Marcus Saul, uh, just ten points for the Lakers in the final. Um, you know, obviously played a big stretch here, plus 17 in the plus minus. If there's a time to complain about Marcus Hall, don't don't have it be tonight. Uh, real quick on the Anthony Davis front, you know, I, I think the AD part. Um, I heard John say it multiple times during the broadcast that Anthony Davis looked as close as he's uh, looked to Anthony Davis in a while. Obviously, since before the injury, especially in that first half, AD was very aggressive in that first. Coming right out the gate, AD kind of had this look on his face like, give me the ball, let me go to work. Um, there's, By the way, you can't have any games where Anthony Davis is not like that. You just can't the rest of the way, whether LeBron's in the lineup, whether LeBron's not in the lineup, whether it's the regular season, whether it's the postseason. It's freaking Anthony Davis. Um, you, you can't get past one hand of best players in the world without naming Anthony Davis. He's the best two-way player in the world. So... When, when you spend some time talking about Anthony Davis, I do want to give him some props. I do want to compliment him, but it's Anthony Davis. This is what he's supposed to be doing on a night-in, night-out basis. Let me squeeze in one more quick call here. 
Uh, Chandon in San Diego. Thank you for calling in. You're on uh, Pizza at Lakers Pulse Game Show. Go ahead. Yo, Slee, a huge fan of what you do. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the, the two new guys, Drummond and McLemore, um, how they're kind of integrating at the defense. I think uh, tonight you kind of saw, you know, the maturity and the experience of uh, Gasol. He was pushing Jokic, uh, making him make his final moves and putting pressure on the D right there. And uh, it, was, it was causing Jokic, like you said, five assists. He wasn't making passes. He wasn't making smart plays. Um, so you saw the difference there. And I think Drummond and McLemore need to – they need to integrate better. You know, Drummond gets caught into the basket a lot, and Macklemore's swinging his hands a lot, fouling people. Uh, that was the first thing I want to touch on. Second thing is, you know, we got younger this year. We got a lot more talented. But I do think that those uh, those veterans that we had last year, guys like Rondo, they brought that extra experience and presence that, you know, we were lacking when AD and uh, Braun were out. You know, we have these young, talented guys, but they just don't have that maturity, that experience yet. And that's something that I think would have helped us a lot through this last stretch. But I'm excited to see where the team's going. It looked good tonight. Appreciate, so, appreciate the comment. Okay, man. Solid, uh, solid call. Thank you for the call. Um, fair. I, I think uh, until we get into the actual playoffs and see these players come through for the Lakers, like some of those vets came through last year, still up in the air. Um, all right, more of your phone calls when we come back. 877-710-ESPN. I uh, also will play that uh, Marcus Gasol clip that I was referring to. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's, a, uh, there's a, a bigger topic to be had about this Lakers team, about the standings, about being healthy for the playoffs. We'll do that as well coming up next. Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. 93-89 Lakers over the Denver Nuggets. We appreciate you guys tuning in. A good, uh, good win for the Lakers, 37-28 and uh, 28 now. I feel like it's been a long time since we're doing a postgame show and actually enjoying uh, a Lakers W. Take a listen to Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol after the game talking about the Lakers – a sense of urgency, and this is something that we've talked a lot about over this last week and a half, two weeks or so, where we just felt like, I mean, use the last couple of losses, felt like the Lakers just, um, it, it didn't feel like the games were as important as they should be. Here's Gasol on the uh, urgency. Any win is always good. Um, I think, you know, after the news yesterday, you know, the LeBron was not going to play tonight, that, uh, you know, Dennis had his situation. Um, you know, our situation as a team that we, um, you know, lost, uh, I think, uh, six out of seven games. Uh, you know, you have that urgency. And, and today was great because you, you felt that urgency as a whole, as a team. You felt it, um, you know, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't great. Um, you know, the ball didn't go in all the time. Um, but, you know, the connectivity amongst the guys was great. And, uh, and the cheering for one another, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy when, uh, when we work as a, as a team and, and we protecting one another out there on both ends of the floor. I think that's, um, that's beautiful basketball. That's one of the things that I think has been tough for Laker fans is trying to figure out, well, why wouldn't there be a sense of urgency? And I, I think, look, the, there's a lot of players trying to figure out their role. The Lakers are incredibly deep. Um, you got guys coming in and out of the lineup. I can make excuses, but you're also playing teams that you should be uh, dominating, and I think that's been the part where Laker fans are confused or you're giving up 121 points to Toronto. So a game like this can help, I guess, calm the waters a little bit. Um, let me stay on Marcus Gasol for a second. Coach uh, talking about Marcus Gasol and, uh, and his game tonight. Marcus Gasol's a winner, you know what I mean? And he, he understands like what, what it takes uh, to win at a high level, and you know that, that type of commitment and sacrifice – and whatever the team needs, uh, attitude is is what's necessary for us to win a championship, and uh, that's what we're asking of him and all of our guys, really. And um, you know, for him to, you know, be in that that headspace and that you know having that attitude is, is just something that's uh, it's really going to benefit us. All right, that's uh, Coach Vogel right there, um, and that's Coach talking about Marcus All. Let's uh, take a couple more calls here. Let's go to 
Jay in Florida. Jay, appreciate you calling in. You're on the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I just wanted to basically uh, – I just basically wanted to speak uh, about something that you uh, just is basically just said. Mm-hmm. Um, they really need to pick up the energy, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with them. I mean, it, I, it's like there's no sense of urgency. Well, Jay, I'll tell you this: if uh, if they don't pick up that sense of urgency, um, they will be in that playing tournament. You know, yesterday, uh, and I appreciate you calling into the show, uh, Jay, calling all the way out from Florida. Um, you know, let, let me use this as a good example. Yesterday, LeBron talked about how the playing tournament, and we've heard a few players complain about that playing tournament. All right, just don't end in seventh. That's it. You don't want to be in that playing tournament. Don't fall to seventh. Um, nobody expected the Lakers to be here. Now, granted, there's been a lot of injuries, but there's also been a lot of games the Lakers should have won. There's also been a lot of, I'm sure, post-game shows that we're doing here where we're surprised. How did the Lakers lose that one? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe uh, they dropped this one. Or I really thought Lakers would perform in that second game against the Dallas Mavericks, just using some games as examples. If that sense of urgency is not there, the Lakers will just make that path to a championship that much tougher and at least for one night, they they kind of changed the scene a little bit. It's going to get tougher coming on Thursday. This Thursday, Friday, that's a tough back-to-back. You know that game for the Portland Trailblazers is everything on Friday because it's not just who wins that game in that head-to-head matchup. You then have the tiebreaker that goes to one of those two teams, the Lakers or the Blazers. And I point that out because Dallas already has a tiebreaker on the Lakers. So, um if you're talking about sense of urgency, if you don't want uh, to be in that playing tournament, then each one of these games are pretty much becoming a uh, a playoff game. Let's keep uh, let's keep moving on here. So we have uh, let's do. Let me actually, I want to play something here real quick. Let me go to uh, Coach uh, Coach Vogel earlier um, in having the conversation about Gasol. And one of the things that he said, one of the main things he uh, he mentioned was when he says Marc Gasol is a winner and he's talking about um, players that come off the bench and not complaining. I want to play this one too because Wesley Matthews, I don't think we gave enough credit to. So Wesley Matthews is a perfect example here. So Wesley Matthews, eight points, um, 17 minutes of play. And this is another player that kind of came through out of nowhere. Take a listen to, uh, take a listen to Coach. Uh, complimenting both Gasol and Wesley Matthews. Yeah, well, we got a deep team, you know, and uh, everybody has to stay ready. Uh, I was happy for Wes, um, you know, to come in and, and perform the way he did on, uh, again, on both sides of the ball, knocking down shots, um, but really playing some some tough uh, tough defense, um, you know, which we missed the last few games. I don't, I don't think our defense has been where, where we want it to be the last few games. And, you know, Mark and Wes are two of our, our better defenders. So, you know, to have those guys back in there set a great tone for us. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things like we're going to need everybody on this team. You know, we have a deep team and you know, certain nights your number is going to be called, certain certain nights it's not. Um, but a, a great testament to those guys staying ready. Points in the Paint all season long is sponsored by Vista Paint. Right now, local residents can take 40% off on factory direct high quality Vista Paint products. A Vista Paint team member will show you how locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Vista Paint. Um, Lakers, by the way, 34 points in the paint. Nuggets, 48. So that's a difference there. Let me squeeze in one more quick call here. Uh, let's go to Mo in San Diego. Mo, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Thanks for taking my call. So a couple of quick points. Um, I felt like the teams tonight kind of mirrored each other as far as what, how the team is made up. And what I'm talking about is 
They obviously have Murray out, which is disappointing for them. Uh, we got Schroeder out and LeBron. And, and for us, Schroeder and LeBron, uh, Dennis Schroeder and LeBron, are, are really they, – they kind of lubricate our, our offense. Like, everything kind of works through them. They kind of keep everyone in and put, the, put them in their natural place. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a challenge for us offensively when they're out, both of them. Um, but what we did tonight was what Denver's been doing, and that's how they've been winning, is they've let their point forward, point center, whatever you want to call them, kind of initiate and run the offense. And that's really what Mark Gasol does best. Like, he's a mm-hmm. big guy. He's got that ability to kind of spread the floor, and, and he's so tall and so you know, so, you know, he plays tall. And he's a big guy, so he, he's able to hit. Then you got Anthony Davis doing the same thing. That's really what I saw tonight. The passes were, were there. The turnovers came from passes when people were cutting, which I'll take that versus the live ball turnovers just trying to be isolating. So we did that. That was better. And then we were able to defend because they really don't have that guard that can control the game like Kyle Lowry just ate us alive last night. He's a point guard's point guard, you know. So that's the difference. But we're going up against some teams who have that. We've got to change and, and be, be ready for that. And then what I saw with Anthony Davis was the decisiveness. Like when, when JaVale McGee came in and he had him, and then he, did, he, he caught the ball, he held it in position, he took a jab step, and then he got him on his hip and drew the foul. Hmm. That's Anthony Davis. That means he's letting his body do what it naturally does. Not thinking. And when you, right, reacting. Reacting. It's more instinctive is uh, the perfect way to put it. Well, we got to go to break here, but I appreciate you calling. That's actually an excellent call, and I think your observation of saying that, yeah, you, you're missing a couple quarterbacks here. Um, Schroeder's a quarterback for the Lakers. LeBron James is the greatest uh, quarterback <laughs> that's ever played. Um, and you know what I'm referring to, somebody that can kind of set everything up. So uh, that that's a, that, that's obviously a, a smart observation right there. All right, let, let's do a couple things when we come back. We'll take more of your phone calls. I know we still got a, a ton of uh, callers lined up here, 877-710-ESPN. Plus, we'll spend a little time um, looking at the Lakers game coming up against the uh, Clippers on uh, on Thursday. Stay right here. Pizza Lakers post game show on 710 ESPN. 9389 Lakers over uh, the Denver Nuggets 37 and 28 on the season. Let me squeeze in a, a few more calls here. Um Dr. Lindsay in North Carolina, appreciate you calling in. What's going on? You got it, man. I appreciate getting on your show, man. Well, this is a well-needed win. I want to start off and say that because yeah, it did get kind of close, but it was good to see Gasol getting back to the Gasol we knew in Toronto, I ain't going to say back in Memphis, because he's an all-around IQ type of person, can score, he get you a few points, get you some rebounds. It was good to see that type of Gasol because we hadn't been seeing that on a regular basis. Now, getting back to um, this game tonight, it was good to see other players stepping up because the last four games, we definitely should have won all of them. And we just constantly gave up leads and whatever. We lost those games. And not only that, we have to stop doing a coming down the court, one pass, shoot the three. I believe teams are starting to see that's consistently what we're doing, one pass and shooting the three, and they're banking on us taking that, which we've been missing a lot of them. Tonight we had a good game behind three. So now we just got to dig in. Everybody has to play together consistently. It was good seeing Davis come back and do the good things that he was doing as well, and Matthews picking it up, as well as um, Taylor Horton Tucker. But – 
this what I don't understand. Please, can you understand this NBA protocol on health with Schroeder? Now, this is the second time this has happened with him. Now, I'm looking at all the other Lakers. They haven't got here with this. Is it something Schroeder is doing for this to happen? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's you know something specific. Uh, listen, first of all, you, you made a lot of good points, and feel free to call in any time. I think there's something about what you said earlier in reference to um, – just getting the W. There were games that you thought Lakers double-digit leads, and they're giving them up. And by the way, there was they were close to doing that uh, tonight as well. But who cares? They ended up with the win. I think that's the most important thing. You you walk away kind of feeling actually good about this game. Squeeze in a couple more calls here. Joe in the Inland Empire. Joe, what's going on? What's up, Alan? Um, I just want to call. Uh, I'm I'm real happy about the win. The last couple of nights was uh, disappointing, but. Uh, Andre Drummond. Uh, yeah, not checked, not his night. I checked his stats, man. He didn't even have a rebound, and that's like I've never known him to not ever have a rebound in the game. And he played over twenty two minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I was the one of the main people that was running the like get Gasol out of here like bandwagon, mm-hmm. but I still like Gasol. But I still like. Drummond, but maybe Montrez might really have to sit because we need Gasol out there on the court with mixed in with Andre Drummond and uh, AD. I would say that, I, unfortunately for Montrez, and he's been getting swatted a lot at the rim. He's just a little undersized. Mm-hmm. We need Gasol in there running. Some, well, well, Joe, uh, let, let, let me say let me say something real quick on Andre Drummond. Um, first off, bad night tonight. And I've said this from the beginning as well, and I'm with you. I'm, I was on the camp, bring Andre Drummond in, um, and I've, I've I've seen a, lot, a few people on social pretty much kind of calling out, you know, calling out those that were asking that we don't need Gasol, Gasol's not doing anything. Here's a reality with the pre, uh, predicament that the Lakers are in, the position that they're in. You'd rather have more players than you can go to than not. You'd rather have more weapons in your arsenal than uh, – than not having enough bullets or whatever the case is, right? So I I say that because Vogel's got options. If Andre Drummond's not having a good game, don't hesitate. Go to one of those other players. Go to one of those. If Ben McLemore's not having a good game, go to another one of those guards. That's the position that the Lakers are in. This is... uh, um, This is where you got to compliment the front office that you have all these options. I've been sitting around here since the trade deadline saying... Look how deep this Lakers team is. Look at all these options that the Lakers have. How great is this for Lakers head coach Frank Vogel to say, all right, um, you know what? I, I don't like what my big men are doing. Let me try a couple other big men. I mean, that's that's think about this. Between Andre Drummond, Montrez Harrell, Markeith Morris, Marc Gasol, um, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, you could say those are all your bigs. Think about what characteristic each one of those players have, what strengths they have, what what weaknesses have. Portland can't do that. Denver can't do that. Uh, lineups throw out one type of style of basketball, and that's it. And that's what I thought was the difference of the Lakers last year when they won a championship and, uh, and kind of put themselves in this position. So I'm a big believer that you don't have to – any of these players that you have – Lakers have an incredible advantage because if something's not working, they can go somewhere else. Uh, one more quick one. Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, we got about 30 seconds. Go ahead, Ken. Ken, you're on, buddy. Go ahead. Player of the game, mm-hmm. 
both on offense and defense, Marcus All. And all I can say is thank you, Marcus All. We'll take we'll take it. Thank you, Ken. Uh, you know, I'm not accustomed to this. Shout outs left and right for Marcus All tonight. Uh, he deserved it. He definitely, definitely deserved it. Um 93-89 the final score Lakers over the Denver Nuggets so a couple quick a uh, couple quick things to plug here so Lakers got their next game against the Clippers how big is that game going to be how big is it those two games going to be Thursday and Friday so you got the um Clippers coming up on Thursday so obviously I don't know what it's going to look like. Who knows what teams are going to play what, if LeBron James will be back. I did mention that he's day-to-day. Then you got the Portland Trailblazers coming up on Friday. So two big games coming for the Lakers. I mentioned as far as the standings look. So Lakers now in the standings, sitting in fifth spot. Dallas has a tiebreaker, but Lakers have a half-game advantage over Dallas right now and then a full-game advantage over the uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So obviously that's uh, that's big news right there. Um, for me, Lakers talk tomorrow uh, from 7 to 9 p.m., and then we'll start all our local broadcasts starting at 5 a.m., Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, and Travis, so you could start tuning in then. Uh, just a reminder as well, if you miss any of these post-game shows or Lakers talk, Lakers talk with Alan Sliwa on the ESPN app or on iTunes, we throw everything on there, so you'll get a chance to you know obviously listen to all that there. Appreciate everybody that was tuned into the broadcast on 710. If you were streaming, we appreciate you doing it. Or if you're listening on the ESPN app, Lakers win 93-89. LA, have a great rest of your night.